Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So welcome back to Life of a Kitman. Um, something completely different again today. Um, Matt knows what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. But apparently this is all about us and not about players. So I'll hand over to Matt, who you'll hear his voice now. Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, so as Hoops has just said, we've heard a lot from the players this season, but this is called Life of a Kitman. So it's about time we heard a bit about the life of our two kit men at Swindon Town. Um, so, just going to ask you some questions, and then the ultimate, the quiz. Oh no! Because you've teamed up this year on the quiz. Yeah. Not done so it's well. It's about time we actually yeah, see. It's about to right. see. It's about the time to see who out of you two is the ultimate quiz head. Yeah. Who's letting the team down when it comes to playing? Don't the Don't start pointing at me as if like. You're going to be rubbish. Yeah, you remember and, stuff, man. And all this. You know my memory's awful. Trying to get in my head. Oh, you know my memory's awful. <laughs> right. So, That's yeah. coming down the line. So we're going to start with pre-Kitman life. Oh. What did you two do before you became Kitman of Swindon Town? Do you want to go first? Yeah, okay, I'll go first. Um, so obviously, I was only 18 when I started as a Kitman, so I hadn't had much life before. That other than your standard school life. Um, so I was working in the shop for a year and a half before I was a kit man. Which shop? The club shop, sorry, yeah. Not just <laughs> didn't, spe- didn't specify that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was working in the club shop 
um, sort of like on Saturdays and a couple of days in the week while at college, um, studying travelling tourism because when I was younger, I wanted to be a holiday rep Brilliant. and not a party one. Like, also, uh, it was a very easy course, wasn't it? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> easy. For anyone that knows me knows I'm not the brightest. Um, so yeah, did travel and tourism um, while I was working in the club shop and then obviously kit man at the time left and me and Steve were sort of just plodding in this room together and the rest is history. The rest is history. So while he was working in the club shop at oh uh, the tender age of 18, how that long have we got? How far do you want me to go back? Just, just pre, just um, Okay, I did the normal jobs. I did your supermarkets. I was selling mobile phones, doing that kind of stuff. Um, then there was something called the credit crunch and a recession in this age. country. You're showing your age now. Um, and that cost a lot of people their jobs, me included. Um, so... I picked up a lot of skills, like from jobs um, and running shops and stuff. Um, and I was also coaching football, uh, football in the community, actually, just over the way. Um, they were actually up where the academy are back then. Um, and I figured, what could I do with my time? Because I had no job, had nothing to do. So I put both sides of what I was doing together, a bit of business stuff and a bit of football stuff, and created my own coaching company. Um, did that for a few years, then Charlie Austin... The main guy contacted me. I'd been recommended to run his football school for him. So that was massive for me and the couple of guys that were helping us out. Was this the one that was in Hungerford? Yeah, so we were Hungerford, Wiltshire, um, Southampton Way, London, Gloucester. We were just everywhere for about three or four years. So it kind of explains why you and Charlie go back well beyond. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So that's where that link comes from. Um, I was also coaching part-time... Uh, another club's academy. Mm. Come on, Jane. <laughs> Bristol City. Mm. So I was I, um, a, I banter him daily. About every this. day. Um, for Swindon fans out there, when Bristol City won the league and the Johnson's Paint Trophy, they called it the double. That's not a double. That's rubbish. Um, when we all had our photos and stuff with the trophies, I had my Swindon key ring hanging out of my pocket so there was a Swindon badge in the pictures. And then they cropped all my pictures to the waist so they couldn't be seen. So that was... Is there a picture of it out there? Have you, uh, have you read Yes, one? I think one of the coaches has, <laughs> and he's amazing. also got a picture of me trying to steal a trophy to bring it down here because <laughs> we ended up in the playoffs and I was like, no, we need a trophy. So, uh, yeah, I was doing that. Then I came to the club to work in the academy here. Had, I was literally in there for six months um, and then the kit job came up. Um, Charlie had moved clubs so couldn't be at all of the events and stuff. So we kind of stopped the football school element. And then when this job came up in and around the club, then I just kind of jumped at it and I met Jonah in here. And we both started at the same time, which was... Was it a job that was advertised just for one person and then they... No, there there were two people before us. um, But they sort of both left that first half of the season and then somebody had taken over for a month. Um, But obviously... He didn't have a great time. No. Um, forgot the boots for training. So that was That was my of, first ever day. So. That was kind of the end of him. Right, yeah. talk us through that. Your first day, you're in here and mm. someone forgets the boots for training. Yeah, well, so obviously we went to the training ground and I didn't have a clue what was going on. I didn't really know what a kit man was at the time. Well, I obviously had heard of a kit man, but I didn't know what it sort of entailed. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was the day after a game. We played Exeter on New Year's Day. 
or yeah, I think it might have been the second actually for some reason. It wasn't on New Year's Day, and um, coming the next morning to help, and that we were at the training ground, and as the players were going to get their boots, there was none to get, so they couldn't go out and train. So we were in the sports hall, and that was my first day, so that was quite eventful. And then he didn't last much longer. Much and longer. Yeah, a couple of days later, met Stephen here, and um, yeah, that was that it. Was that. I, lit, I basically had rang the guy who was helping to run the academy at the time and said, is there any work around the club? Because obviously I didn't have anything else going on other than my academy stuff. Um, and yeah, that just happened to coincide with it being the same day that the kit man had forgotten the boots. So therefore there was an opening, let's say. Imminent. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I needed the work and they needed someone to do the kit. And there was so. literally nothing in, like, I say nothing in this room. There was nothing that was like of any use. We have any use. Like this whole corner here, there was like for anyone that's watching on the video, there was like a big sort of like unit of all like shelves here with kit from years and years back that just couldn't be used. Piles and piles. There of was kit. like no cubby holes here. There was just like piles of kit. Obviously, where there had been a few different kit men, like and nobody had properly sorted it. And now we've finally, like a few years on, I've got it into like. Yeah, there was no skirts or anything, so we've got it to how we want it now. So that moves me nicely on to the next question, actually. Other than remembering boots for training every day, what was the biggest challenge and biggest learning curve you guys had in this job, having not been kit member Can before? Can I go first? Yeah, you go. Um, it was like the interaction and understanding the environment. So a football environment with football players and staff and people that have only ever been in football, it's a completely different place to any other job you'll ever have. Completely different interactions with people, like all sorts of stuff goes on that, that you just, it would never happen anywhere else. And just kind of, I don't know, being able to just let things go and just relax and understand that if you're being bantered, then it comes from a good place not from a bad place, you yeah. know? People talk about bullying this and this, that and the other, when actually that might look like it on the face of it, but in reality, it's because it's coming from a great place. And it means... It sort of means in. that they you like you, I mean? doesn't it? Yeah, of course, of course. And that's that's kind of how it works in this environment. So that that was like the thing. I mean, I'd done a bit of the environment stuff with the coaching, but nothing like a first-team environment in football. Well, when I actually started, because I was still, like, studying, I actually started this job as an apprenticeship, which is mad. Like, God, yeah. I bet no other kit man has done an apprenticeship. Well, maybe they have, I don't know. So, I feel like that was only done to save money. Yeah. So every couple of weeks, I had a woman come in, and I actually had to, like... You were off upstairs for lessons or something? Yeah, yeah, I was having, like, lessons while, like, washes were going on and stuff. And I actually had to write lists to show evidence of what I was doing. So, like, if we had an away day, I had to, like, write a list and, like, to a checklist. organisation. And, and now, because of that, I'm, like, an OCD, like... <laughs> lists everywhere. Honestly. There's lists everywhere for everything. I mean, it made me more organised, but I am a nightmare. Steve, like, can't stand me because... I'll be oh, like, oh, well, no, 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 can't stand, sorry, because I can't stand me. <laughs> like, we'll be like... We'll be, the, we'll be 20 miles down the road. And I'm like, 
have we got this? Have, have we got, got this? Have we got... I'm like, mate, I'm, it's too late now. And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I check my list like so many times. Oh my God, he stresses himself out about it. And then he gets tired because he stressed himself but out yeah, that, about it. But like, just going <laughs> to that, the question that was asked was like, just how much they're worth to remember and how important like the job actually was. I didn't actually realise that like all these little things are so important. Yeah. It, but the, you've got to keep a grasp of reality as well. It's yeah. important here. It's important to these people. In the grand scheme of the world, it's not, yeah. it's not important. And it, as long as you keep that kind of mm. understanding, then you don't get too bogged down with it. You don't get too stressed with it. Because, be honest, like if you forget someone's shin pads, what's the worst that's going to happen? They'll just borrow someone else's. Like if you forget an Under Armour, well, all right. You haven't got your Under Armour, but it's not the end of the world. Do you know what I mean? And then by being a bit more like that, you tend to remember everything anyway. Yeah. Because you're just more relaxed about it and it allows you to... Yeah. But he doesn't relax ever. No, we get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you guys are pivotal to the seamless working of what goes on out on the pitch for the management, yeah. the players. If you guys weren't doing your job well and those things weren't, then they oh. have things to worry about that shouldn't be worried about exactly. in a weekday exactly and things that. like that. Yeah. So they can concentrate purely on what they need to do. And perform. And that's performing on the pitch. Yeah. So, uh, we've taken a few fans' questions as well, because you put out a, a post on all your socials. Yeah, we did. Um, asking fans to ping in their questions. So one of the first ones I'll ask is, um, what's your favourite, obviously we know the county ground, the setup here is fantastic when it comes to this room, the kits around, etc. What's your favourite away day ground that you visited in terms of what the changing room's like, the kit men there, the setup, etc.? Mm. In terms of the actual change room and size, it would have to be MK Dons. It's massive. Oh, it's but nice, isn't it? the only problem with that one is... is you have to go up and down a lift. Painful. So obviously, you've got the skips and all the, like, a whole van full of all the equipment. Yeah. Um, and you've got to go up and down a lift. So, yeah, it would be the, the, for the changing room side of it and, like, the actual being in the stadium, it's really easy, but it's just getting it in and out. Yeah. Other than MK Dons. Probably it would have to be Doncaster. It's all flat. It's probably about the it's probably about the same size as MK Doncaster. It's quite it's not, a distance from where we yeah. park the van. But it's to all where flat. The room is, but it's all flat. So you and obviously they and... they play rugby there, so they've got like change rooms a lot massive. more. They've obviously got yeah. a lot more players, haven't they? Um, so change room is massive. So probably yeah. maybe Doncaster to be fair. Yeah. In terms of ones we've been to. Has anywhere got a setup like this? Has anywhere got somewhere where you can have that? environment like, problem is a lot like a lot of these teams have, have a training ground or a training yeah. base so they don't need so to have so they've only got a little state. room at the club where they have like some kit um so you've only got a small little room i know a lot of yeah. kitmen that come here like come in here and they think oh wow this is decent and obviously um, we're opposite the change room in here so it's ideal for us i quite before, before the kit men changed, we don't know the kit men now, um, but this is controversial as well. Bristol Rovers was always a good one to go to. Yeah. You offload at the door, and the first door on your left is the changing room. And it's a decent size, to be fair. Good size I think changing that's room. that's the first place I had met you guys. 
Possibly, yeah. Possibly, Bristol yeah. Rovers away. This, like, so, yeah, you, you come to, in the changing room. Yeah, you're in the changing room. You yeah. have the oh, music blast. Yeah. I mean, that was my first away It's game. a decent side. Like, chucking it down with rain outside. Yeah. That but also, the, result that day. The, and the, two, the two kit men that were there prior to this year were brilliant. We got on with them really Absolutely well. Brilliant. Yeah. Just top guys, always look after you. Teas, coffees, biscuits, whatever. Problem is as well with that like question is like we've been to some other grounds like we've been to like your Ipswich, your Portsmouth, yeah, um, and these grounds, and we didn't actually get to use their changing room because it was du- during COVID. Mm. During so like Ipswich, for example, we were on like in like a bar. Oh. Peterborough, we were in a bar. The yeah. showers were outside and like Ipswich. Here's one for you. So Ipswich, we were in a lounge like a players' lounge on the fourth floor in their main stand. And we had to use the lift to get the stuff up, but we were only allowed to put one, one skip. So our metal tins that yeah. we sit on, we're only allowed to put one of those yeah. in the skip at a time. And one person, because it, like, it was only allowed yeah. a certain amount of weight. Only one human and one skip. So it took It was like the oldest ages. lift ever, but as a stadium, that stadium was incredible. And oh, there were so incredible. many stadiums that year that were decent, but we obviously... That couldn't get into the change rooms yeah. and couldn't do it. And like, there was no fans and all this, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe Doncaster or Bristol Rovers. Yeah. And MK Dons if it was... If you it, take out the lift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, this is your chance to out a player now. Oh. Who has been the messiest player in the changing rooms during your time? Or who do you know that you just go into the changing rooms, you just know their little Three, section is going to be... one. Frenchy! <laughs> We've had... Really? Yeah. He's, the smartest dressed person is yeah. actually messy. Like, yes. it's got to the point where, Matt, like... Players have asked to not be sat next to him in the changing room. Because so he gets we, changed, yeah. he has his area, and then he'll use that area and that area, and the players in those areas are going, well, yeah, what are you doing? Like, we've got, it's number order. We always go number order on a match day. Um, we just always have done, pretty much. Um, for the whole squad, not just yeah, for the 11. Yeah, for the, the whole squad. squad. Also, so that when we're at Evergrounds, like, you can't, if we get, pop out and somebody yeah. looks, I'm not saying they do, but they wouldn't be able to tell what the start yeah, of the playing and... Um, All of that kind but yeah, of stuff. Because like, that's for, for, strange stuff. For happens. example, Reedy, I think it was at some point earlier in the season, he was like, Do he, he was obviously next. number five and French, he was number six. And he's like, can I move? And we're like, well, it's number four. Like, not yeah, much we can do, and he's do. like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ask any player, anyone, they will say French is the messier. And is it just the change room, or is he like it on the coach to away games or um, hotels? Obviously, we're not on the coach, but not anymore. We used to be. I can't really remember. I can't. Um, yeah, just no, changing he's just, yeah, just and even when he's sure. just like sits down on the table to have breakfast, he'll have a bowl and he'll have this and that. And <laughs> honestly, he, <laughs> he, he also like we never saw him buy a pair of boots, so like he would just Everything. be oh, I don't know, he's just the messier, <laughs> he's just the messiest. And sure, it, sure well, in, the, in the boot room just if, now. Yeah, if you look at his boots, they're all ripped to pieces because he's just there's one point where he's wearing odd pair of boots. Because he had one broken on each pair, so he just wore the odd pair, the good ones. <laughs> Mad. Crazy. But yeah, what a guy. Gonna miss Love him, man. <laughs> gonna miss him. Actually gonna miss him. Um, right, we're in... We're building up to pre-season and close-season now, but pre-season won't be far away. Mm. What does pre-season or close-season and pre-season look like for you guys? Do you it's finally time. get some time to rest? Yeah, it's time. Yeah. Like, obviously, we're both having our separate holidays, not together. Not together. Uh, both having our separate holidays and having a good few weeks off. And then it's just sort of... You, you don't go away to a nice Butlins or something together? No. 
You only said that just as soon as you were saying I haven't seen him for two and a half weeks. Yeah. It's been bliss. Yeah. Oh, He's been texting me, are you okay, man? <laughs> yeah. Is everything but, all right? Yeah, sort of just a, sort of waiting until the, all the kit comes in. And then when it's all in and ready to, to be sorted, we do sort of a count up to see if everything's there, anything's missing. And then we can start sort of seeing what the squad looks like and start looking at what numbers people are going to have, yeah. what, what numbers they want. Um, obviously, this summer we'll be getting to know the manager and some new staff. Um, and then we get to we'll be putting all the kit in sizes and printing all if anything's not come up sponsored and stuff like yeah, that. All sorts of and stuff. And then, yeah, we usually come in at least a week or two before all the players just to get sorted um, so that when they're back, we're ready to go and then pre season's manic. So. And it's just literally a case of going day to day in pre season. Yeah. Like, we might get a schedule, but then it will change and you'll do double sessions and you'll do a double session with a gym, so it's almost a triple session. You'll be at the training ground, you'll be back here. One day you might be at some yeah. hotel yeah, in, in, a, in a swimming pool having a recovery day. Or... Yeah, or you might get, oh, where have we been before? Where you just go somewhere and train for a day. Yeah. We just, just get told, tomorrow we're there. Just to like, players be there change the scenery so, for people. Yeah, so we, it just, it changes up all and the time. Obviously we're like, Sounds great for the players, but for you guys, yeah. that must oh, be a logistical nightmare. It's a logistical nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. And obviously Absolutely. usually it's hot, so. Yeah. This room that we're in, the kit room, in, in the winter it's the coldest room ever. And in the summer it's like the hottest room ever. So when you've got the heat pressed on as well and you're printing all new squad yeah. numbers on training kit and all of that. Stood in that corner for two days. It's not ideal. And you've got to understand, like, as new players coming in through the door, yeah. you've got to understand what their wants and desires yeah, are and how yeah, to that is build it. relationships and with yeah, them as well. Yeah, get to know these people yeah. quick because you need to know what they need, what their level of expectancy is of you. Yeah. Because some players won't want anything from us. Mm. They just want the bare minimum. Some Other everything. players will want everything provided for them. So you really need to, like, gauge that quick. And then get to know their personalities, to know how they want to be treated and... Stuff like that, and that's the that's the best bit of the job for me. Getting yeah. to know new people all the yeah. time. Obviously, it's sad when people leave, but you get to meet new but people. You also all the time. need to like, um, like get. Well, thinking back to the break, we obviously we'll come back a week or so before that. But while we're off, we're off. Mm. Like, obviously, we don't have. So, if we look at the last two seasons, we had the whole season, the playoffs. Then the season started early because of the World Cup. Then we did the whole season. And now we're off. So you've literally had two years. Well, I think we've had about three weeks off in two years. So yeah. it gets to the point where you need a break. And we've had that. I feel much better. Didn't realise how tired I was, by the way, mm -hmm. until I just stopped and then went, wow. And it took me a week of just sitting in the chair or sitting in the garden. Just with your slippers on. With my slippers and my pipe. Um, but no, seriously, like, I was so tired. I didn't even understand how tired I was until I stopped. But yeah, feeling good again now, going on holiday next week, and then we'll be straight back into it again for another 10 months, so. Right, and I know we've touched on La Manga before in some of the pods, but pre-season stories, mm. I know pre-season is full of them, of different things of players being run through brick walls and things like that. Um, you go to hotels and there's stories that come out of that. What's your favourite pre-season story? Or what's, what can you give fans that maybe they haven't heard? 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Okay, um, do you want to take this one? Yeah. So we, during lockdown, or we had just come out of lockdown, Richie Welland was gagging for a week away with the lads. Tried to go abroad, couldn't do it. Government were like, no, you can't fly, can't do it. So we ended up going to Manchester and sitting in a hotel for a week. Mm. Just so that we were somewhere different. We did one training session at Blackburn. Blackburn Rovers, yeah. We went to Livingston Anns and ran up some, sun, some mm. sand dunes, which is hilarious because after all the players did it, Jonah was like, oh, that's easy. Yeah, oh, I can do that. Yeah, no. I've been keeping fit in lockdown, so I was backing myself. I, I went on the run with them on the beach. He was, so was dead. Yeah. He got to like the second June and he was like crawling up this sand dune. It was brilliant. Yeah, we, only, <laughs> we were there for what, five days and we trained once. We trained once. And we, but we had three games. Yeah, we played so Man we, United at their training ground. And Reece funny Reece. story, Reese Devine was playing for Man United yeah. that day and Matty Kovar was in goal for him. Yeah. Obviously, so, both ended up, well, Reese is here now and. Yeah, Matty Kovar, Matty come on, Kovar was here for a bit. Um, and yeah, played. and then we played... Who did we play? Abby, Abby Hay and Ashton United. Ashton United. So two local teams. Yeah, interesting one. Um, uh, Abby Hay. Noel Hunt made an appearance yeah. in a Swindon shirt. Late in the game, yeah. people were a bit tired. He was like, well, I'll give you 10 minutes. Brilliant. And Who'd have ever thought they'd see Noel yeah. Hunt? He nearly scored, he nearly scored yeah. within seconds of coming on as well. Really? Unbelievable. And because Still of where that... They didn't turn to you boys first? No. To see you no, unfortunately not. They had Hunty on the bench, so... <laughs> you because, um, because of where that... Well, I say ground. It's not really yeah. a ground. It's a ground. It's yeah. A, it's um, not a stadium, but it's a ground. Because of where it was, it was surrounded by just houses, but behind one of the goals was a train track. And they wanted to... Use, they wanted to use our balls because obviously they were better. And the balls kept on going over the train track. So I was on a ladder, jumping over this wall, climbing it, and on a train track collecting balls. So I didn't really see any of that game. 
you literally must have been in all situations to collect balls. Yeah. Like we, we get so stressed when we lose balls. We see training there. Yeah. I lose my head. rivers and all sorts. Yeah. We beat well. There's a river at the training ground. See one go in the river. I'm like, yes. They end up there. So I've been wet a few times. Yeah. Be on train track. Remember when I was at training and Wardy did you a solid? It was like, right, there's one that's in that massive bush behind the goal. Oh, yeah, Wardy. I'll go, I'll go and get it yeah. for you. He goes over, like, proper effort to get to it mm. and then throws it at you and it's punctured. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play to Wardy. He loves getting involved in all that. Well, that's good. He actually loves uh, it. He loves yeah. it. He there's been many a times stuff. where don't give up on a ball and we don't give up and then we finally get to it and it is punctured. Oh, yeah. no, never give up at least you know at least you know never at least you know that ball. you did everything you could to save the ball <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we had a, it was a strange week yeah it was a mad very week. strange week um, so going back to fans questions um, what's the best goal you've seen at the county ground now I know we had a bit of a debate about yeah, this beforehand did. so when is there what, a debate what, what have, we, what have we landed on? Which one are you going to go for? You can pick one and I'll pick one because you weren't even alive. But no, you were alive, just you were probably about four. So I'm going to say the Ben Gladwin one from the Sheffield United game. It flew in, obviously. Oh, it flew um, in. <laughs> oh, did it? Just <laughs> the way it just dropped down so close to his body. And the half volley yeah. that's still rising when it hit the net. And how important that goal was yeah. in that game as well. What a game. 3 0 up in like the first 15, 20 minutes, and then to only to, for it to go to 5 all was mad. And yeah. Crazy, crazy night that. Crazy yeah. night. What an evening. It's um, a really warm evening yeah. as well, isn't it? The sun was like. It's still like, it goes down as one of the best ever playoff oh, it games. And it's no, it the is. most it's the goal, highest, score, highest score on one. Yeah. Um, I've got one I want to mention. Before I go into my one that is okay, the top. Okay, you're doing a map. Uh, I'm doing a Frenchie, yeah. <laughs> the one I want to mention is from the away leg of the Sheffield United game, just because of the importance of the goal. So when Nathan Byrne picks the ball yeah. up just inside their half and he travels a bit and they smash it in the bottom corner. Yeah, it's all bounced. Yeah, it? and he's kind of hit it. It's just bounced in front of the keeper and gone into the bottom corner. Who I believe was Mark Howard. Yeah. Mark Howard, who now plays at Wrexham yeah. and has his own podcast. It's a good one, that. Kills my away. Where, where were you watching that from? Uh, <laughs> behind the goal. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... Scenes. Absolutely. I've never seen anything like it. So there was a video on YouTube. I think it's disappeared. I haven't. I can't find it anymore. Um, but the guy behind me and a few of my mates, uh, he was filming when the goal went in and you just see us leap over like three rows of chairs. I'm on someone's back giving it one of them. Like, it was mad. And then that goal turned out to be so important. Yeah. Because it was 5-5, that's the goal that passed through. So, yeah, um, that was important-wise. But in terms of best goal, for people of my age and maybe slightly older, um, Rory Fallon scored a bicycle kick from outside the box against Bristol City. It come in, I think Sean O'Hanlon played a ball in, and he's chested it up to himself and then bicycled it over Steve Phillips. What about that Simon one? Yeah, it's a good goal. That's a good goal, but is it a bicey from outside the box? Against Bristol City. Against Bristol City. True. Uh, at the town end. Like, yeah, it was an incredible goal. And I think the same week, Rivaldo had scored one for Barcelona that was very similar. So that was everywhere. 
and we were adamant at the time. If he doesn't score that goal, Rory Fallon's goal is everywhere. <laughs> but because he scores that one for Barcelona, Rory Fallon's goal didn't get seen by anyone. But that's also on YouTube, so go and check that out. Because what a goal, if you haven't seen it. That's right. It wouldn't be a Kitman podcast if we didn't ask you a few kit-related questions. So, um, favourite qu- kit, both. We'll start with your favourite Swindon Town kit first. And then I want you to go your favourite all-time kit that you've seen. Ooh. Ooh. You go first. Um, or do you want me to go first? You go first. <laughs> My favourite Swindon shirt is the blue Adidas 442 Charlton away, Leeds away. Sorry, Matt. Stop mentioning Charlton. It's fine. Uh, Leeds away, Southampton away, Fulham away in the cup. Just unbelievable shirt. The central badge. like, And so many good memories in that shirt. And that's what makes the shirt, as we've discussed before. Um... Yeah, that's my Swindon one. My Swindon one would be the home one that year. Um, so the home one from Good year, the 9-10 season. Yeah. Um, just probably because I spent the most money on it. In lockdown, I spent £70 on one with Charlie Austin on the back. So I'll probably have to say that one. Honestly. <laughs> you have too much free time in, in lockdown. Too much yeah. money. Too much Apparently. Money, yeah, <laughs> 70 quid on a Swindon shirt when you work here. So what's your favourite favorite 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 time? Favorite. Like, what's a shirt you've looked at when they've what, watched it? Or? Any shirt? International, club shirt, whatever you want. If you've just oh. seen one, you go, oh, that's a bit of me, that. Oh, that's weird. I don't, I'm not an Arsenal fan, but I quite like their new one that they've just brought out. It's not that, though. I like the one with the gold. <laughs> I quite like it. Banter though, isn't it? Yeah. The fact it's got gold on it because they yeah, but they that's because it's twenty years since the invention. No, they thought they were going to win the league. Yeah, they, they put gold on yeah, it. Yeah, but and then they it, won works, the it works both ways because <laughs> that Arsenal team was incredible. Yeah, it was. Um, favorite shirt of all time, and it doesn't have to be a Swindon one. This is tough. Um, I'm going to go with. This is difficult, man. I quite liked. When Italy, I was just—that's so weird. I was just about to say Italy twenty twelve Euros. No, when they had that Kappa I really one. Like... Kappa. Yeah. You remember Italy when they had the Kappa, Kappa ones, and Wales had the same one yeah, but in red. Yeah, a bit of red yeah. And it was like lycra. It was like skin tight. Yeah, really. And the sleeves that. were like down here. It's been a nightmare. Mancini. I just think of Mancini when I see that shirt. I love a lot of Italy's kits. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna go just because of memories when I was a kid. I'm gonna go with. Euro 96, England home. Oh, with the collar. With the collar and the little gas there. Central badge again. Yeah. Gascoigne 8, Shearer 9, Sheringham oh, 10. Yes. Yeah. I thought the name set on that as well was really yeah, good as well. Because it was, was like a navy that chunky, blue that chunky, with like a... With the harsh Like a sky lens. blue around it. Yeah, was, a bit like chunky with the harsh Yeah, really chunky, really yeah, nice. nice I'm going to go either Italy like 2012 Euros when... They got to the final and lost against Spain or 2006 when they win the World Cup. Between them two, I like them both. Just because you're based Italian, on memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah fake Italian. Fake Italian. Um, <laughs> I just like those kits because I like the players that played in them. They're some of my favourite players. Um, yeah, I think it's that one. And then moving from tops to bottoms, boots. Ooh. This is a question for a fan. Who had the best boots last season? Who's, whose boots were you like? Oh. Um... Tom oh. Clayton for me. The yeah. Tiempos. I love Tiempos at the minute. I think they're their best boots. 
obviously has a nice persian post nice colorway as well okay, like a so maroon colorway was it yeah a sort of maroon one i think it's the best way to describe them yeah it's like a pinky yeah. i love tiempos like really dark but add like a pink tinge i kept all, i always said i liked them this year yeah um best boots this year that's tough i'll tell you who had an unbelievable pair of boots but never wore them kieran brennan mm -hmm. Had the Adidas Predator oh, remakes, yeah, did, oh, the nice. navy blue ones with the pink detailing. I can't. I think they were the Predator Manias, or whichever. But they were incredible boots, and he yeah, had well. them converted, so he had studs, but he just never wore them. I don't know why. He said, I think they he were said, a bit loose on his like feet. The, weren't the they? tongue comes so far down. Yeah, like he, he didn't like the, the feel, the but so he felt like he had a lot of space for movement. Incredible or boots. Um, did Glads have any? Glad's had a different remake. pair of boots every day. But did he have any remake Predators? No, I don't think he did. White ones, maybe? He would bring a few, like, I say old school, like, early, like, from, like, 2010 or something random, but... But, yeah, I don't think... Willow had some naughty boots. Oh, Willow had some good ones. Yeah. Chaz with his ones with the initials of his yeah. kids on was yeah, really nice. nice. Also, he's been wearing the ones, the lilac ones, he calls them silver, but they're lilac, that he wore at. Old Trafford when he made a Southampton debut and scored. Yeah, he's been wearing them a lot this year. What do you season. think of boots nowadays, though, compared to like? Because I don't mm. know. When I was growing up, some of the boots we had, they were iconic. Mm. Yeah. Now it feels like there's so many boots out there. They're bringing for me one personally, out, they're out every week. I've got feels... such wide feet that I have to wear either a Tiempo or an Adidas like leather style boot. I've been I've been in the Premiers, the Tiempo Premiers for the last two, I th three seasons. I think they're not as durable now because of the material. You see, obviously I don't know years ago okay. how many pairs of boots players went through, um, but some people get a pair of boots and within a week of wearing them and training, they're starting to rip and they they either send them back or they've got to get a new pair. And the amount, some players might only wear two pairs of boots all year. And they might be really good, but yeah. I suppose sometimes the way that people kick a ball, yeah. they're not durable and they rip. And how they move. And that's and the same with move. a lot. But does it matter? Because I remember Jack Grealish in the playoff final, yeah. the oh, yeah. state of his boots. It's about comfort. That. Yeah, it's about comfort and if, if, if you think you can still play in it. But I just yeah, think that I think it's, they're, done, they're done a lot cheaper these days with the material, but they're more expensive, which is weird. Work that one out. But it's, I think it's the same with everything, even when you look at kits. Some kits now were just not the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but no, they they don't have like like you'd have Beckham, Zidane, Del Piero wearing the Predators. Mm. You know, there's not a boot like that that people go. Do you know what? That'll be around for years, mm. and they'll be remaking them in twenty years, and you know, and then you'll still be using Beckham, Zidane, Del yeah. Piero in the adverts. You know, you've just got all like you just you've got like the new version of Predators and you've got Tiempos, but they just bring new colourways out every yeah, month. So that's the thing, isn't it? The like just so, just seem so to be the biggest thing. Just so that they bring all these new colourways out. It's because, just for the impulse so, buys. Yeah. It's just for the quick sales, isn't it? It's not. But yeah, no, they're, they're Tom not. Clayton's for me anyway. Tom Clayton's. There we go. Right, I think that's enough questions. We'll save some of the other fan questions for the next time we do this, but. Shall we move on to the quiz? <laughs> I'm ready for this. The, the moment of truth. I've been waiting all day here for this. Go. You know those season for us to go head to head. I know you are. Oh, here we go. Right. I haven't got so, a clue what to expect. So, <laughs> so we've got 10 questions. Yeah. 
Look at that. As soon as you said there's a quiz, we're head to head. We're now leaning away. You don't like each other anymore. This is like... This is serious. I haven't changed it one. You have. This is like that episode of Ted Lasso where... The... Oh, don't talk to me about Ted Lasso. Oh, today. come on. I can't. Ted Lasso's Honestly, gas. I can't. Yeah, no, 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 but that's yeah. why. Have you seen this week's? Oh, no. We can't talk about the end. Yeah, that, he's already ruined it for most people online. <laughs> by the same. Oh, yeah, because I'm the only one that's allowed to write on Twitter. <laughs> anyway, right, quiz time. Go on, quiz time. So, ten questions. There's a few bonus points thrown in there as well. Um, and then there's a deciding question at the end if you are level on points afterwards. Uh, normally, I'd be keeping score points, but I might need your help on that yeah. one just to keep on top of it. Oh, I'm, sure we can so, keep, I'm sure we can keep current of that. So, you have to say your name. Before you answer, once you say your name, give an answer. If it's wrong, you get frozen out. The other person can answer. Yeah, like that. If they give a wrong one, then it's back. Open, the floor's back open. Mm-hmm. Don't have to put your fa- your hand up, Jayla. Doesn't need to. Just, start yeah, <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> right. So, question one: Swindon were joint sick highest scorers in League Two last season, but how many goals did they score? You mean, well, uh, just to clarify. You mean the season that's just finished? Just finished. Who are six? I didn't know that. Six highest. But how many goals did they score? I'm going to give you both two guesses for it, and then we'll go for the closest. Jonah. 82. That's high. Incorrect. Yeah, it's well that's high. I was just thinking we had scored five twice, so that was ten already. I'm going to go... <laughs> this is tough. 59. What did I go 82? You're closer, but still wrong. At the moment, you hold the point for closest. So, Jayla, do you go back? 64. 64. That means you win the point because you, no matter what, you'll be oh, closer. Okay, so I'll still so be closer. It's right. between 59 and 64. Oh, so I'll go 61. There we go. Yeah. Why the hell did I go 82? 82. Uh, can I just say so? I, I forgot sort of how many goals we scored a season. I thought 46 games. I thought. Two goals a game, man. Yeah. Well, I know. thought we scored. Well, we scored five twice. So that That's was already true. 10. Yeah, there were also games we scored none. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even. Out, yeah. But even still, I was quite yeah. impressed by that. Six highest goals. Yeah, I didn't realise that, to be fair. Oh, so um, it was 61, and my two guesses were 59 and 61. Yeah. I'm well there, aren't I? Well, Do I get double points? No, <laughs> just a one point. But you can get a bonus point here. Woohoo! There were um, how many other sides finished on sixty-one goals last season? Steve. Um, two. Nope. Jonah, your chance to take a bonus point. Um, Don't you put your hand up. One. Three. So Four teams: teams. Leighton Orient, Stevenage, and Bradford. We scored the same as Orient. Yep. Mad. Mad teams. I need to look at the league table more. Right. Question number two. Star of the pod and newly signed contract with Middlesbrough, Solbrun, had the most league starts for Swindon last season. Which outfield player had the next most league Steve starts? Steve. Uh, Steve went first. Hutz. And there, Hutton. I knew that, but he jumped in first. That's there the you go. Game, mate. You go into a 2 lead. Yeah. Look at Moody. Just so, in case. That, that, <laughs> this, is, this is Jonah, by the way. Everybody, meet Jonah. I knew it anyway. <laughs> right, we're marking the 30-year anniversary of the player final win over Leicester. Woo! Um, 
a game that you guys liked to play in your quiz last season was naming the team. Oh, uh, this is a test now. Oh, <laughs> Jada, how old are you? Uh, he was <laughs> minus I wasn't, seven. I, I, I wasn't <laughs> even a four. Minus <laughs> seven, he was. So uh, you've got a massive advantage on this one. I have. But take it in turns. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. players. And because he wasn't born, Jonah, you get to go first. Fraser Digby. Well done. Um, Paul Bowden. Sean Taylor. Martin Ling. Colin Calderwood. I was going to say him, but I wasn't too sure. Yeah, he's captain. Um, Glenn Hoddle. Craig Maskell. You're doing well so far, boys. We've got four players left. Nicky Somerby. He's bad, got a yellow card. Three players left. How long has he got, Rav? I was trying to think. He's got some. <laughs> we rattled through those first few, so... Did we did well there. This is where I can't think. Yeah, I've got, I got two. That's still... Moncur. Another one of my two. Two left. Oh, there's only two left. Only two left. Um, oh, this is a risky one. Steve White. No, did he not play? He was on the bench, came on, 78th oh. minute. He said John Moncur, man. <laughs> That's Killed. it, Jonah's taking the point. You've got two left if you can, name them. Steve White was one, two people who came off the bench. Who, who was up front then? Well, Craig yeah. Haskell was up front, but who? Oh no, we yeah. didn't. We didn't play because Hoddle you played as a sweeper all the time. Got we didn't play with two strikers. One, did we? Yeah, one's a forward, number nine. The other one was a left midfielder. Number nine. It's not Steve White. Steve White. Well, remember back then they first eleven were the first eleven, one to eleven. Yeah, I know, but like Hoddle had four. He did. And he's even Bo written down here as sweeper. And Bowden had three. and like They all had their numbers. Like, who I, 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 I can't think of the other two. Everyone's screaming up there. Yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. screaming. The older and as soon as you tell me, I'm going to lose my head. Shall I give you them? Yeah. We've got number eight, Ross McLaren. Oh, my God. And number nine, Dave Mitchell. Dave oh, Mitchell, Dave. I could see him. Oh, no. And, uh, Mickey Hazard was the other player on the bench. Oh, Mickey, Mickey Hazard. Had, um, so, it's 2-1. So, where was Steve White? Did he left on play? The bench. No, he was on oh, the bench. He was on the bench. minute. Oh, yeah. So, so, he had played in the game. Yeah, we were on the 11. We so. hadn't got on. It, was it not Steve White that got fouled for the penalty? Yeah. So, I did, so yeah, all right. That's what I had seen then. I wasn't going <laughs> Right. Question number four, Joe does half the deficit. Well done, mm. son. So, Michael Flynn, 
announced as a new Swindon Town manager at the end of the season. What job did he have before signing his first professional football contract? What? <laughs> this is a great This topic. is a guess out of nowhere. So before we start playing football professionally? Yeah. So um, I think Barry Town was his first professional contract, yeah. if I'm not wrong. Uh, I'm going to say he worked in a chicken slaughter factory. And he slaughtered chickens. <laughs> I love it, but no. No? All right. Do you know who did do that? Mike Dean did that before he was a ref. I did know that. You did know that? Because he talked about that on Goldflash. Oh, I don't go for that. <laughs> I think talked about it on every podcast. Um, uh, come on, I've given you loads I'm of I'm going to say working with cars. A mechanic? Yeah, a mechanic. Right, you can have one guess each left. It's oh, a pretty, God. like, general job. Like, you know, like, when you leave school, you want to be a one, two... Jonah? Yeah. A supermarket? No. Although oh, no, he did, he, I think he did work in a supermarket. Was he a fireman? Was, I don't know. He was a postman. Oh, yeah. I'm close. I'm not close. I'm we have to give him one of the red polos next oh, year. Yeah, yeah. He look like a postman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we often get yeah. told oh, at the polos. Hopefully, hopefully, he can deliver a promotion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, question number five. It remains too long because neither of you got that one right. No, I got that. Charlie Austin has extended his stay at the county ground, but how many goals does he have in a Swindon Town shirt? This is according to Soccer Base. So Jonah. Chaz, if I've got this wrong, I apologise, but this is soccer base we're talking about. Jonah. Come on, you said your name, say your answer. 46. Straight in, well done. He saw it on Twitter the other day. I didn't. I know he scored 37 goals in his first period and he scored nine. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, so I just put two and two together. They'll put them both together. That's the bit I'm most impressed about. I nearly said 45 then. Uh, in his interview, when he signed his new contract, oh, here we go. It says that he scored ten goals this season. What? I thought it was nine, but in the interview, it says ten. So that um, would make you wrong. Yeah, but, but he didn't. He scored. He nine. didn't. No. Yeah. Okay. It should have been eleven. He should have had the two penalties. Yeah, he would have got double figures. Penalties. But yeah. right. So Jonas pulled it back to two all. Two all. This is tight. So question <laughs> number six. Swindon's first win last season was against Rochdale. Can you name the three goal scorers? No. Yes. Um, Jonah. Um, I can't even remember. Harry McCurdy. What the weather was like. I've got no idea. What the weather was like. I don't, honestly, mate, I don't remember anything about these games at all. Johnny Williams. Two. And... It was early. What if he doesn't get more? Then you get a chance. Oh my okay. god, I got. I, f- I feel really stupid for saying this. I think it was Ellis. He scored early in one no, game. So it goes over to Hoops. You only need to name one to, to take this point. It feels like a steal. But oh my god, I know it. It's got to go to him first before it comes back to you. <sighs> I have no idea. Um. Tyree Shade, I don't know. Jonah, wakey. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you did while you were trying to say that answer then. I, I, tell you, I've, I have no memory of any of it. Alright, Jonah goes free to up. All yeah. because he got bloody John Monker. Because that was my next one. And he get, where does he pull John Monker up? 
He's, he's never he's watched the game. Huh? He's Unbelievable. I know. Right. Still plenty of players to play for, don't worry. Can't believe so, Steve White didn't start that game. Question number seven. Name the season based on the clubs playing in the same division as Swindon Town that yeah. year. Here's another one. This is bad, by the way. Brentford. Brighton. Bristol Rovers. Hoops. Yeah. 13-14. Yeah. Get in. How the hell's he got that? Get like, in. <laughs> there was more than one year where they were we were all in the same league, so I was waiting for the next few. Well, that's but you've guessed that right. There are some teams. There are some teams in that division. As soon as you said Brentford and Brighton, yeah. I was like, yeah, but they Brentford and Brighton were Chilton, in Leeds, Southampton. There were some teams that year. That's oh nine oh ten. That's nine ten. Oh no. Yeah, that's nine ten. I've got thirteen not... fourteen down here. Leeds weren't in the league. Nah. Right, we're scrapping that one. We're scrapping that one. Yes. What do you mean? Yes. It doesn't mean you get it right. <laughs> no, but it means that you don't. Because that, <laughs> my research may be wrong. But if you check in thirteen fourteen, the teams that you yeah. had said yeah. were in yeah. the same league. But yeah, yeah, but nothing. <laughs> so I actually <laughs> answered the question that Matt asked correctly. So I lose a point because it's still me yeah. too. Right, question number eight. Right, got you. <laughs> I apologise. It's all right, Matt, don't worry yeah, about it. I've had an absolute mail. Um, question number eight. It's not Puma, as easy as it looks, is it? Puma are the current kit manufacturer. Yeah. Before them, it was Adidas. Yeah. Who were the kit manufacturer before them? Jonah. Um, <laughs> Lotto. <sighs> Lotto, correct. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, but I can't see it's that. It's it, it's right ahead of us. I can't see that, though, can I? These moves change. This is what he does. When he wins still got, still got two moves. questions left, so yeah. plenty of time. Question number nine. Which season? I'm going. I'm. I'm worried about this now that I've got this one as well. Sorry. Right. Which season did four four two become the front of the shirt kit sponsor? Jonah. Jonah said it first. <laughs> Don't know if he did, but yeah, we'll let him have it. We'll have um, VAR on this afterwards. Oh nine ten. No. Yeah, come on, baby. Uh, it was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yes. Because it was a lotto shirt. It was that one there. With the year before Adidas came in. Oh wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pressure. Pressure got to you there. Right. This is gonna be a quickest finger first, I think. Oh god, he win. Number ten. Yeah. As we all know, you've mentioned it. My team is Cholton. Yeah. Who scored the first penalty for Swindon in the shootout win at the Valley oh in 2010? Jonah. I you can't say your name in that way. I'll go for it. John Paul McGovern. Is he correct? The answer's John Paul McGovern. Yeah, but you've waited too long. Yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. If you ask a question, wait. No, stop, stop for a second. Oh, I'm so If you excited. ask a question and say it's fastest finger first, and then I shout my name and wait 20 Hang seconds, on. that's not... 
I was just, I was coolly coming up to the no, penalty you weren't. like he did. No, you weren't. Oh, you I, you I, I, said your name and then started thinking about your answer. <laughs> I, I, I walked from the halfway line slowly. That's not, it's not, that's not right. I've got one right. <laughs> I've got one right where I've then been docked the point. That would still be fine. you said your name and then waited while you're thinking about the answer. That would still be That's not how it works. People listen to us on the pod shouting. <laughs> yeah, level. Sorry. That would still be 5-4, wouldn't it? No, just, no. No, I'm not having it. It, it would still be 5-4. Even if... Right, no, you can have that one. Yeah, you can. They would, wait, wait a minute. I lost a point and then you said your name and sat there for 10 seconds while you thought about the answer. So you're saying it would be 5-all? I'm saying it would be 4-all. <laughs> But there you go. All right, he can have it. It's fine. He can have it. There it's we fine. go. I know I'll First quiz between the two of you has ended in chaos. Chaos. And not helped by the quiz master, I apologise. Chaos. Unbelievable. Oh, takes it. It's good He fun. came from 2-0 down. Came from 2-0 down win. to get a 4-4 draw. <laughs> well played, you. I feel like we can't do any more of these. I feel like no. you're going to talk now. It's the season. <laughs> We're not going to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure, Matt. It's been good fun. Have we enjoyed it, Joan? Yeah. Oh, I have it. Brilliant. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Hope you've enjoyed Cheers it. Cheers for listening, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.